Welcome to the Decide Your Legacy podcast, helping individuals and businesses unleash their potential. Join us every episode as host Adam Gregg discusses what is holding us back and how to find hope for moving forward. Along the way, we discuss developing healthy relationships and navigating life transitions while overcoming fear, stress, and anxiety. Live the life you want, the legacy you decide. So welcome to the Decide Your Legacy podcast. I was thinking the other day about this trip when I was actually 16 years old. My whole family, my brother, sister, mom, dad, plus a whole bunch of other families that we were really close to, they all went to Italy for three weeks. And the World Cup was going on. This was 1990. And so when the World Cup was playing in the finals the other day, I thought about that trip and I didn't go. In fact, I talked to my mom last night. I'm like, what were you thinking by not letting me go when I was 16 on this trip to Italy with my whole family, leaving me with grandma? And the reason is because I had a vision for wanting to stay that was greater than the vision for actually going and having these experiences. And I do feel, I'm not blaming my parents. I got good parents. I love you, mom and dad, but I wish you would have painted this picture of the vision, created a vision, exciting things that I was gonna experience by going to Italy with the entire family. And the vision that my friends put in that we could have parties and we could go and, oh, you know, you're gonna be able to go and do these things your grandma's not gonna know. That vision was stronger than this positive vision in my life. And so today, what we're gonna do is talk about creating and reflecting on the year so that we can create the vision and the goals for our future that's accurate. So we're gonna talk a lot about how can we reflect upon this year, 2022, that's gonna propel us forward so we can spread the vision and we can motivate people to get behind that vision moving forward. So I am uh, Adam Gregg, and I wanna welcome you to the Decide Your Legacy podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe and give it a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast content that helps it to grow organically. It just takes you 15 seconds at any point, anytime you can pull out your phone and do that. So as I've done in other, other previous episodes, I wanna share some risks that I have taken. So three risks that I've taken recently. Well, one is I challenged my daughter to wear a reindeer outfit that was really fun and to wear that to her youth group Christmas party. And she did, and it was funny, and it was fun, but she didn't really wanna do it. But I knew that if I challenged her, that once she got it on, she would look at this thing and say, this really fits perfectly, this is gonna be a lot of fun. And she had a blast. And then I went and I got some pictures with her in this reindeer outfit as well. And it was probably the best costume that I saw at this Christmas party of anybody wearing. And it was this challenge, plus it was also this, so I'm gonna go be embarrassed myself by getting pictures with her. So I said no on a car situation and decided that, you know what, it's probably gonna make more practical sense to buy a, a new car than a used car, and that will motivate me and everything. I also, ended up apologizing to my daughter, which is a risk. I was really frustrated about a situation where she had misplaced her key to the apartment. And when she misplaced the key to the apartment complex, they wouldn't give her a new key. And she's lost it at different times over the last five years that we've lived there. And they've always just gone, I said, you know, she's gone to the front desk and front office and they give her a new key, but they wouldn't give her the key to the apartment to get in. And so I was really frustrated about it. And I took it out on her. I said, you know, this is really frustrating. And so she took it personally. It really was focused on the apartment management because I was frustrated they wouldn't give her a key. And I understand. And I understand now they needed, and it was new management. They didn't have her name on the list and whatever, but I knew they knew who she was. So I called her and I said, 
and said, Emerson, I'm sorry, I'm not frustrated with you. I'm actually frustrated with the apartment complex. And it ended up being this really positive conversation. So for you that don't know, I'm Adam Gregg. I'm a legacy coach, podcaster, a speaker, mental health professional for almost 25 years. And my life purpose is helping people and organizations find transformational clarity that propels them forward to face their biggest fears, which are often emotional fears, so they can live and leave their chosen desired legacy. I talk about topics that you can describe to your six-year-old and they're gonna understand. And I also talk about topics that I struggle with myself. I'm a fellow traveler. I have a challenge for you as a listener to listen as a teacher, not just as a student. Listen as if you're going to teach something you learned today to somebody else in the next 24 hours. I'm really excited about this topic because I have two friends with me, and these are both people who are introspective and thoughtful and have a lot of insight because of their own life experiences and their own ability and willingness to learn. They're both teachable. I once made a video about not liking old people, and my definition of an old person has nothing to do with age. It has to do with whether or not they're willing to learn and grow and listen and improve. So an old person has nothing to do with age. And both of these are young, these are young guys. So this is Brian Steele, and he actually owns the company that records my podcast. So Forge Podcasting. And he's gonna give you some great insight on doing some self-reflection for on 2022 and that process. And I'm gonna ask him some very specific questions about his 2022 that can give you some ideas as a listener of how this could be beneficial to you. And this is Gavin Badillo, and he is actually an employee of Decide Your Legacy. He's my legacy assistant. So he helps me with coaching. He helps me with all the things that keep the organization running, speaking gigs, all these administrative tasks, the website, everything except the podcast, basically, which Brian <laughs> takes care of. I mean, pretty much Gavin does. So anyway, you're getting to see the inner workings of Decide Your Legacy. Why is it important that you take the time to step back and self-reflect? Well, for one is you're not gonna know really what to remove and what to keep doing and what to move forward with and what to eliminate unless you take the time to slow down and do some self-reflection. Ideally, what I would do is I'd have two full days, like a whole weekend where I'd go sit in the mountains, look out over the snow. And I'm gonna have some time to actually do that over Christmas to really do some self-reflection. So it's gonna be, and to reflect on the year as well. So this really is gonna be significant for me because I'll come back refreshed. And that's one of the benefits is you're gonna set the right goals. You're gonna be refreshed. You're gonna know what to eliminate. No, it's go back to that coffee filter. It's gonna take out the grinds. It's gonna leave you with the good stuff. It's gonna help you to start the year off the right way we can set the wrong goals. I mean, we can set goals that are leading us in the wrong direction because we haven't eliminated those things that we no longer want to focus on or should focus on or are going to have the biggest impact. They're not the pain points. It's not meeting and filling the gap that the customer has, that the marketplace has. It's not living out our life purpose. And then we don't have the time to eliminate it because we're not slowing down to self-reflect. So what I'm going to do is as we go, you can think about how this can benefit you personally. And an abbreviated version of a mini retreat, which is what we're talking about here, a retreat or a mini retreat, a way to step back and reflect, is 
you know, take three or four hours to sit in a coffee shop or in your friend's business in their conference room or in your friend's basement, somewhere isolated. I like coffee. I like to see other people. It gets me thinking. Go with some books, maybe some inspirational literature, read a chapter, do something that's going to be inspiring for you. I mean, if I'm going to go on a full reflection retreat, I'm going to bring a whole bunch of books. I'm going to bring a bunch of coffee and things that I can do to relax. I'm going to bring my running shoes, my walking shoes, pictures, a journal. Those are things you can do in a three to four hour mini retreat. So my first question to Brian and to Gavin is, what do you believe are the benefits of doing some self-reflection on your year? I honestly think, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in the day-to-day that it's really easy to lose sight of what's going on um, over the course of time. We have a a really bad habit of uh, underestimating what we can accomplish. Like we think we can get a lot done in a day more than we really can, but we underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. And I think if we look back over the previous year and think about some of those things, get some clarity around those things, it gives us some optimism, some some vision and kind of takes you away and gets you out of those ruts of that day-to-day grind and allows you to get a little bit better perspective before you then turn around and, and set your goals for the next year. Hey, Gavin? I think for me, the main thing about self-reflection is just how much it can change your quality of life. I know a lot of my friends, kind of like what you were saying earlier, they get into a very standard routine or rut or cycle of just same, 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 year after year after year. They kind of lose sight of what's possible, what's enjoyable, what should I be doing that brings me satisfaction. And I don't think you can even begin to think about what brings yourself, uh, what brings you satisfaction if you're not willing to reflect on what's happening in my life what's impacted me both positively and negatively and really just considering what can I do in this next upcoming year or month or day that can change that. Mm-hmm. So what would you say then? I'm just curious to know what was one surprise that something that you were surprised you achieved over the last year that you didn't really think you could do in a year. Honestly, the thing that uh, surprised me and my wife was uh, we paid off our house this year. So, you know, we had been we'd been working hard towards that goal um, and we didn't actually expect that it was maybe going to happen this year. It was it was kind of ambitious what we're pushing for, um, but we got there. And so we get to say that we're going into 2023 debt free. And so that's something that um, we're really excited about and really optimistic about. And so what was the goal that you had set that helped you to get to that big picture goal? Did you set, we're going to pay a certain amount a month extra, we're going to pay, throw something, extra funds into the house? or It was really something that we thought we were going to achieve in 2023. Um, and it was really based around extra work that I was doing. Uh, my wife makes headbands and sells them on Etsy. And so we were like, you know, extra money whenever it comes in, you know, bonus money from work, whatever it is that we're not counting on to meet our day-to-day budget, Mm -hmm. our daily budget, um, was going to go to the house. And that was really a focus. It's like we knew if we could get there, that was going to give us um, some financial flexibility and freedom. Yeah. So Yeah, that's cool because you have certain metrics that is in a business. For example, for me, a lot of times I measure traffic to my website and I can measure sales specifically, and I can measure inquiries for new clients or inquiries for speaking content. And those are things that I would only get that data 
as I record it throughout the year, but that at the very end of the year, I can see and compare it to previous years, or I can actually put it together so I can see these successes that I wouldn't actually even see. So for Brian, Brian, for example, I mean, yeah, again, paying off a mortgage, he's going to know, but let's say he hadn't paid off his mortgage. Well, you may have to look and see, well, how much have we paid this year? And so at the end of 2021, it might've been, Hey, how much have we paid down this year? And that could have been inspirational for him. So what's the surprise that you achievement for you, Gavin, that you wouldn't know unless you took some time to step back? I think for me, one of the biggest surprises of 2022 was when I completely changed careers. Uh, I Before I'd even considered doing that, I'd actually been talking to myself about what did I want out of life? What was like giving me satisfaction in the job I already had? Did I want to consider changing it? What was it like? Was there actually going to be a transition period that's going to be really difficult for that? Lots of questions like that. But I found once I actually just committed to the action and stopped thinking about it, it really was much better than I was expecting, even in the first place. And I still think even now I'm still getting new opportunities and new uh, unexpected benefits out of that change and risk I kind of took with it. Yeah, very cool. And so that's what I'm going to give you some questions that I'd ask yourself doing a mini retreat that will help you to find the clarity. And you're going to want to write these down or type them out so you remember. So one is going to be, what are the biggest wins and what have been the biggest successes of the year? And whatever you want to write down, you write down. So I know Brian shared a big win, but professionally, as well as personally, it could be a health. You could be doing this just for your business, just for your professional life, or you could be doing this for your entire life. So what are the biggest wins? And then what were the setbacks? the failures or things that you would change or do differently. So I'm just curious, you know, what are some things that you learned over the last year as you step back that you'd probably do differently? I think one for me is definitely not taking so much time to plan out what action I'm going to take. I kind of get sometimes lost in the research analysis paralysis, kind of slang way to say it. But uh, I really am trying to commit to just going for the action without being too nervous about the potential consequences because I'm typically fairly flexible in how those roll out. So you learn to that just to go with your gut and to yeah, do it. Just, and just, just say, make the action, just go for it. Action, he, Adam's rule, what? Yeah, 3070, yeah. 3070, uh-huh. 30% insight, reflection. So you're only going to do, I mean, I, you, you can't do a retreat for the entire year. I mean, that's, that's just reflection, okay? You're going to have to apply, that 70% of change is actually applying the insight you gain from a mini retreat into your life and taking some kind of action. So what's a setback or a mistake or something you learned, Brian? I think it was really recognizing the importance of managing my own emotions well. Like I think it's, you know, I've got fairly young kids and I think that being a dad um, has has been a challenging thing. Um, it's very rewarding. I love it. But uh, I think I could do a lot better at just making sure I don't do things to escalate. And so I've been, you know, starting to do more reading lately and just trying to really think through the processes that I'm going to have to really be more effective as as a parent. But that's something that, honestly, I wish I'd done better in this past year. And what's something professionally you'd say that was a success and that was an area of growth? I think the the biggest success was I was successful at, at bringing on a couple more podcasts this year for my business. So like reaching out to people, finding opportunities. Um, and so that's exciting because that shows me the prospects for the future. But the one thing that I feel like I 
don't do well, and I know that I don't do well, is I don't regularly engage a client acquisition process. Okay. Like, I don't go out, generate leads, find leads on a regular basis. It's very hit and miss. There's not a strategy there. Um, on that side, like, I'm operationally organized, and I've got good strategy around how to execute a podcast, but... You know, going out and finding the people who need my help is something that I really mm. need to work on. So here, here's some other really good questions to ask yourself. So when you look at your life, what energized you and then what drained you? And a journal in a retreat setting about those things. So what are some of the things that you know that, hey, I probably want to engage more in these energizers and I want to eliminate some of these drainers in my life? I think for me, a huge energizer is interacting with other people when I'm trying to do project work. I've noticed particularly with some recent projects I have at this other side work I do, um, just having another person to just bounce ideas off alone can dramatically improve both the pace of which I'm executing projects and just generally like wanting to do the okay. work. Yeah. yeah. So then what would be a drainer that professionally you'd want to eliminate or delegate well, an easy answer would say the opposite of what I just said, but a, a different draining thing I noticed actually was uh, getting a little bit bogged down in the gossiping that happens professionally. Okay. I noticed, especially at one of the clients I work with, uh, there's a lot of miscommunication between people that leads to hearsay and you know lots of stuff. And because I'm a people person and I like engaging with other people, I can sometimes get a little bit caught in it, not necessarily spreading it, but just like everybody starts coming to me to learn about the latest gossip kind of thing. And that's not really productive. That's not really helping anybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to not only curtail the gossip, but really kind of redirect people's attention to See, that is so good. a solution or something. And you know, yeah. what you can do is have like a one page sheet of learning insights that you get from this mini retreat that you can take with you as you set goals for the year. And it's that concise. It's in a page I'm learning I've taken this away. So for Brian, for you, what are professional like an energizer and a drainer that maybe you could identify from 2022? So something that really energized me was meeting with other entrepreneurs. Like I think that, you know, seeing other businesses. So talking with you, Adam, talking with a friend of ours, Vince, who's an oil painter and has been doing that full time for oh, probably 10 years now. I don't know how long, but, but talking with him, uh, talking with other business owners and kind of through networking events and just getting to know them, understanding their businesses. Those are things that really energize me because it gets me thinking about, oh, what can I do in my business? It just kind of adds a little more energy to things. So that is definitely one of the things that, that's really energized me. Uh, things that are draining to me, I think, honestly, it's whenever I, I get a challenge or that I have to like deal with tech support in some way, some sort mm. of unforeseen technical challenge that pops up that I'm not seeing coming. I've got to deal with Apple support or something mm -hmm. along those lines. And it, I just know that it's going to be weeks before it gets resolved. Like it just, it uh, is a complete demotivator and makes me just not want to engage. So that's, those are, those would be two and examples. Those are such valuable things that you can ask yourself right there. And so a question, a little bit of a different take on this is how do you get your mind into a place where you can get out of the anxiety and the chatter and I got to do this and that and, you know, to where you can step back and say, it's okay to reflect and chill and eliminate distractions and do, I mean, for me, I know exercise helps me a lot. I know journaling helps me a lot, but I mean, for you personally, how do you step back so you can do this self-reflection process? 
It's really for me one of two ways. One way is I just talk with a very trusted person. Because usually mm. if I have another person I can talk to, I feel comfortable really digging into okay. some ideas I have. So you bring someone on the retreat with you? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, <laughs> that would be me. Uh, the secondary okay. way. The sec- I, I'm the same way, actually. That would be, yeah, yeah. seriously. I mean, I mean, I did yeah. li- do a literal <laughs> retreat in Ecuador specifically for you that did, with 25 yeah. strangers I had never met before in my whole life. So Hey, that's another podcast episode. That would <laughs> right? be a good one. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I would say, though, the other thing is if I can't do something like that because people are busy is I like to uh, just immerse myself in some music and go into an area that has noise, but like controlled noise. If that yeah. makes sense. Just because then listening, especially the instrumental songs, kind of helps my brain work properly. So that's, music that's is huge way. to get into that state. So, Absolutely. Brian, the, I mean, outside of like. Drinking whiskey, what do you do to... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I think He's probably never had whiskey in his life. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think probably the biggest I have. <laughs> you don't have, have to, yeah, it's good. It's not, it's okay. Not. So in any case... I, um, I don't see that. My, my brother actually bartends, so I oh, get okay. it. So, so you like yeah, scotch or you like good whiskey or something? Good like whiskey. You get the family discount, though? You get the family discount? Well, uh, not, he doesn't bartend in town. Uh, so, okay. Right. okay. So now, now I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> right. Awesome. All right. Uh, so for me, I think probably just changing my environment. I think there's a lot of, we talk about neural pathways a lot, th- habits and things that you get into. So I think changing the environment, uh, whether that's going for a walk or just going to a coffee shop or something where you're going to process these things, just get yourself in a different space is yeah. probably a big thing for me. So a couple other journal questions or things that I would encourage you to do with self-reflecting is like, what is an unmet need in my community or how can my life purpose meet that unmet need? So I love people to have a life purpose statement. And if you've never done that before, I'd really encourage you to listen to my podcast on creating a life purpose statement and to purchase my course, Tune Up for Life, which will help you to create a life purpose statement. So you have, what is how can I utilize that life purpose that is unique to me to impact that unmet need in the world, the pain in the world in some way? So what thoughts do you guys have on that? Utilizing your life purpose to meet that need and how can you do that in 2023 based on what you've experienced in 2022? Honestly, I one thing I do is I notice there's a lot of people that complain about problems. I'm sure many people listening can relate. And one thing I like to do personally is help do goal development planning for them. So I actually have done this this year where I have like a coffee with my friends and we go out for lunch or X, Y, Z. And we just talk about something they want to do that they don't think is possible. Because something that's super inspirational for me is when I can convince somebody that they could do something they didn't think they could. Yeah. Believing in themselves. Yeah. So I, you I, see a need for that out there. Oh, yeah. All Especially right. at least yeah. in my age demographic, yeah. people do not think they yeah. can do things for some reason. And you leak. You got to write this stuff down mm. or else it's going to go away. I mean, I'm telling you, you oh, got to yeah. write it down in a form that you're going to look at consistently while you do this mini retreat. So what, Brian, for you is a way that you can use your life purpose to meet an unmet need, a pain point in the community? So I think a lot of people have really great ideas or value that they can provide the community, but they don't have the mechanism and the skills to be able to share that widely. So, you know, just being somebody who's been in audio for getting close to a decade now, it's been a while, but somebody who's been in audio for a long time, I know I've got the skills and the background and experience to help people go from, hey, I I have this knowledge, I have this expertise, I want to share it either, you know, just personally or professionally and help them craft something that they can then share more widely. Very good. 
So the last two things that I would encourage you to do on a mini retreat is to figure out what you're going to stop and start in your life. And it's based on energizers, drainers, you've done that's good, that's bad. You've done the self, you've looked at the metrics, you've done the reflection, you've gotten some kind of picture of what was, what happened in 2022. So it's going to propel you forward for 2023. So what are you going to stop doing and what are you going to start doing? And it could be, for example, I'm going to stop getting up at six. I'm going to get up at five, you know, or I'm going to stop going to bed at 11, get up and go to bed at 10, or I'm going to start working out four days a week in the evening rather than five days, or I'm going to start doing two yoga classes rather than one, but you're brainstorming. It's not something so rigid that can't be adjusted. You're just getting it down in this retreat reflection process, and then it's going to churn, and then it's going to come in and it's going to become something that is going to be usable and actionable. And so what am I going to stop? What am I going to start? And then what act? And so that's basically going to be the actions that you're going to take. So for you guys, what is something you're going to professionally start? And what is something professionally you're going to stop? So I think something that I really am going to be starting is developing a marketing plan, like actually a way that I'm going to regularly go seek out potential clients uh, and, and find them. So whether that's content marketing or you know, just ads or lead magnets, whatever that is, you know, just actively engaging that, getting that process uh, in place and, and start doing that. Uh, the other, the thing I'm going to stop doing is worrying about what's going to happen next. I think I get um, oh, paralyzed yeah. from, you know, just fear what can happen uh, and, and just kind of want to retreat into something that's more safe and predictable. So I think just uh, stop worrying, <laughs> stop worrying, stop worrying. Is, okay. Uh, <laughs> Something right. I would do. So Gavin, what's something you're gonna start doing? It's something you're gonna stop doing professionally. I think something I want to start doing in 2023, um, not for this job, the other one for context, is uh doing more self-advocacy. And I say that because Adam clearly lets me do what I want here and anything I desire. But at my other client, it's uh it's a little bit more restrictive. At least I feel like I don't have as much of what I can talk about. So I really want to push harder. Because I've noticed when I have done it, I have almost no consequences for doing it. Um, the second thing that I think I want to stop doing is I want to stop getting bogged down in these tasks that people are asking me to do that really are worth my time. So saying no. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah really saying no. Or more importantly, actually, for this particularly, is giving them guides for how to do it. So they can reference yeah. a guide without asking me. Very good. Yeah. And so just for some context is Gavin is a part-time employee for Decide Your Legacy. And he's in the process of training to become a legacy coach. So right now he's he's a legacy assistant. He's going to be doing coaching and helping me with coaching. So I want to give these guys a chance. So how can they reach you at Decide Your Legacy? And how can they reach you at Forge Podcasting to connect with you and your website and all that? So the best way is to just visit forgepodcast.co. And that is my website where I have some background, some statistics on creating and, and running and executing a podcast, as well as a contact form on there. So you can just reach out to me directly if you're interested. I'm always happy to meet for coffee or lunch or something and just talk podcasting. I think for me, honestly, the best way is by phone, but I don't know who all out there is listening. So <laughs> send me an email at Gavin at DecideYourLegacy.com. And then if I feel like you're a real person and not a robot, I'll see my phone number. <laughs> all right. All right. So yeah, Dell, definitely worth your time reaching out. And these are some great 
professional contacts for you. If you found this podcast helpful, I would encourage you to hit the link to Shatterproof Yourself, and it's going to give you some basic life transformative tips on improving your mental health, one of which is having a mini retreat, if you can, to step back and self-reflect. So don't miss the opportunity to subscribe to get that. It's a PDF workbook, and I'm in the process of actually creating a video and a course called Shatterproof Yourself, and it's all about improving your mental health, resiliency, stress, all the stuff that I teach my clients when they come in so they can handle life and cope better and live their legacy and leave their legacy. You don't want to miss that. I also want you to think about something from today that you're going to take away. What is it that was shared from Brian or Gavin that you know you want to apply to your life? It could be a very basic thing, a nugget that you're going to actually apply and take some action in the next 24 hours on whatever it is that you have learned. So remember, transformation is 30% insight and 70% action. Action is more important. What actions are you going to take based on what you have learned today? And so one final thing to think about, if you want to take action and be motivated from this little mini reflective retreat, think about how you are going to impact other people's lives. That is going to motivate you more than anything, how you're going to change and impact other people's lives through your action. It'll help you face your fears. It'll help you put this plan into action. It'll help you take this insight and actually put it into something you're going to do in the next 24 hours. Make it your mission to live the life now you want to be remembered for 10 years after you're gone. Live your legacy now. You decide your legacy, no one else. I appreciate you greatly, and I'll see you next time. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.